Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome to the second episode of the Bad Takes Pod. I'm Trent. Jake, Jake, Jake. <laughs> There's Jake, my co-host, and with us today is our brand new third co-host, Mr. John O.B. John what's O.B. up everybody? It's truly an honor to be able to be on the podcast with three-point varsity scorer Trent Lavakis. Yup. Three of the biggest points in the school's history. Varsity tennis coach, Jake. <laughs> yup, varsity tennis legend, Jake. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, you, guys. It was, a, it was another awesome day in the NBA. We had Celtics Raptors, Jazz Nuggets. Let's just pop off with Jazz Nuggets. Game seven tonight. Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts. Uh, Mike Conley comes into the bubble right after a kid. Has a great <laughs> series, just like Fred VanVleet last year. And the first thing that popped into my head was... If kids are going to be answered to every question, Trent's going to have to have one too. <laughs> yes. But besides that, the Nuggets almost blew the game. Maybe if I had a kid back in high school, I would have caught fire from deep. That would have been pretty sweet. <laughs> hey, when you have something to fight for, I mean, you're practicing harder too. It is so. pretty ridiculous. What's like? It's just so weird. Like out of nowhere, Mike Conley sucked all year and then so, had the best stretch of his career right there. Or yeah. not his career, just this season, I should Gordon say. Gordon Hayward has a kid. <laughs> And he has enough motivation oh, to come back and win a from title. Injury, win a title. <laughs> Sorry, so no, you're good. <laughs> okay, but yeah, uh, Nuggets, Jazz, dude, they almost blew the game, and that's that's shit's embarrassing. Yeah, let's start with that. The end of the game, Jamal Murray, what? fast break, decides to pass it up. Who was the pass to again? Tory Craig. Tory Craig. Yo, and they take a layup when no shot clock, about seven seconds left. Almost blew the series because Mike Conley came down and rattled that out. I, I mean, don't. I mean, and it's like the entire team is running out of fast break, and I mean, everyone's <laughs> just like slow it down. So I mean, no, it was a three. I don't know one, if yeah. they had timeouts, but like, if my team is running down this the court, about to shoot a layup, I'll just I'd rather just call a timeout and take free throws. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Like, you're gonna get fouled. I mean, yeah, Jamal Murray just, just almost ruined it. That just reaffirmed my take that I'm a Jamal Murray hater. And that was a point guard. You need to know time and score. And yeah. he's really as good as people say he's going to be, which he's not. He's just getting lucky right now. Uh, he shouldn't have did that. And Terry Rozier is okay. still better than Jamal Murray. <laughs> Whoa, the take. <laughs> take of the it's night true. so just far. Just wait for it. coming up. <laughs> I think that um, Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell, this series, gassed them up. They're going to be gassed up until, well, Donovan Mitchell will be gassed up until I mean, next year. We'll see how he does. But I'm saying because if, like, all it was was a pick and then three-pointers. Like, <laughs> when it got to the fourth quarter, it was it was just ridiculous. Like, no improvements on defense in the entire series. I mean, yeah, even rolling, though tonight like, was low scoring. There had to yeah. at least, you could see a comp, like, a compiled video of pick and rolls where Jokic and Rudy Gobert just don't play any. Fucking defense, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it almost got boring watching them. Don no, Mitchell, Jamal hit wide open. It's just like the whole time. open gym at that point. It yeah, it was like that. Sometimes nine for fifteen, Jamal Murray in game six or something from three. Like it's two K and yeah, and I'm glad honestly, the series is over. Jamal Murray boring. showed uh, this series was kind of the perfect example of who he is. I mean, some nights he just went crazy and like was the best player on the court. And then a night like tonight, you know, he hit a couple shots late and took care of business there, but he did not have an efficient night, and he almost blew the game just being an airhead at the end. Well, the, I just saw on the TV, they just threw water in 
Mike Malone's face. Coach, Denver Nuggets coach Mike Malone's face. Oh. They're a favorite in the series. They should have won this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, the Jazz over that one of their best players. And you're celebrating you one game I think seven. they were celebrating that he wasn't getting like, fired this that's year. That's horrible. And <laughs> my other thought is, I really think Jamal Murray, I hate to say it, but I think he really pulled this series out of nowhere because he knows that his girlfriend, or maybe ex-girlfriend, who was seen in the video, can come into the bubble after round one, so he really just wanted her to come, and that's why. That's know, not a bad point, Jamal Murray went home I wasn't today. thinking about that. These players are lonely. If yeah. Jamal Murray didn't go home today, that girl wasn't coming to see him. Exactly. And that's all that was, that was the difference. Mind. He could play basketball and have the girl come or just go home with no more basketball. He knew what he wanted, and props to him for making it happen, so we'll see yeah. if she shows up around yeah. two. So guys, Jokic. 30 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists on 12 of 23 shooting center. 2-1 and one in his career in Game 7s now. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but I remember him showing up at least in both the other ones. Because Jamal kind of choked Jamal him last year. But I know they're playing the Clippers next, so it's not much hope for them. But, I mean, how far? Like, what do you guys see in the Nuggets future? I, see, I think Jokic proved something. He proved something this series. And not only this series, the entire season. I mean, he started off not too good, you know. Out of my fantasy team, so I know about this. <laughs> Didn't start off too great. Was a little chunky. Yep. You know, the bubble cones. Played himself into shape. Yeah, he played himself into shape. <laughs> Real shape, not fake shape like Zion, who they say yeah. lost much weight really game. Like that Bane picture. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Zion's like 300 pounds. I just don't see how that's beneficial. But yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Jokic hit big shots in the fourth quarter. I mean, and like you said, 2-1 in the game seven. I mean, like... There's not a lot of big men in the league who are gonna hit those shots at the end of games, so definitely, especially over Rudy Gobert. I mean, over Rudy. what big man's gonna He's, do that over Rudy at the yeah, end of a game? There's probably right. none in the league at the you're moment. Right. He had that crazy layup over Rudy and somebody else. He was double teamed last last yeah. couple minutes. He and he finished. It was nuts. So shouts out to you. Yeah, Jokic the dog. I love Jokic's post-game interview. You couldn't really understand what he was saying, <laughs> but you could just tell like, he was the man. He, he was, was hyped. Like, I just won this game Love my team. Guy. But uh, besides that, I think they're getting swept. Clippers and four, yeah. as much as I you know, hate to do it to my guy, yeah. but Kawhi is going to be too much, even though Paul George is not, not good anymore. He's fairly bad. Yeah. But we can let him... We can let him yeah, there. Paul George is lucky that he doesn't ever have to be relied on because Kawhi will always be there to save the day now. <laughs> oh, wait. It's a perfect situation for him. Who's going to be the answer for Jokic? It's just so easy. Uh, they're going to have Marcus no, Morris try to injure him every time down the court. <laughs> That's a very good happen, point. So <laughs> I think... Uh, that, take out his knee. I do but. think the the Nuggets will... They have to get a game. I mean... Montrose Harrell's really good. That's and what I'm saying. Zubac the is Jokic, Jokic is just, he's too good to like get shut down by those guys. Especially yeah, but they if they can shut down Jamal. Really. Jokic isn't going to carry him. No, game you're definitely not wrong about that. All those guys it's, and that's why the Nuggets are probably going to end up losing, actually, because Jamal Murray probably just doesn't have Lou you know, Will it in him left yet the bubble for a strip club. He's coming for a vengeance. <laughs> he's coming. He's a man on a mission. So. We need to go to Atlanta and have Lou Will lemon pepper yep, wings. We need to try that really one do. day. <laughs> oh, in other news, Terry Crews um, protesting Magic City in Atlanta. Oh, but Terry Crews is never in the news for good things. <laughs> no. Dude, I don't know what Terry Crews that came up today. He like he says Magic City doesn't show. Um, is it, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what Terry Crews is up to. Yeah. You know, that's, he got that's molested how he by a male, <laughs> male director. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> you know. so, yeah. I mean, Terry Crews, you know, 
We might just want to steer clear of that one for now. <laughs> Everybody Hates Chris is a great show. Yes, no, no doubt. So, you don't fuck Let's with my boy Terry Crews. <laughs> I, say he, I, say, I say he runs for governor. Whatever I say, he's from All right. That's, that's kind of leading. Wow, that is a truly All right. bad take on this. Make an Arnold Schwarzenegger move. So, the Nuggets will head on to play the Clippers. <laughs> and let's talk Celtics. Big game today, game two. Toronto kind of dominated early, I'd say. Not dominated, but they definitely controlled the game, I think, along the lines, up until the fourth quarter at least. And then fourth quarter, Marcus Smart, the My hero, God. the captain, the longest-tenured Celtic, yep. came through. You know, this season, he's finally hitting it threes at a consistent clip. And, I mean, it's just if he's picked up right where he left off. He's killing it, and that's exactly what they need from him, especially with Hayward out, they need that you know some other scoring option. Oh, with the way yeah. the team's constructed, you know, and, and he's been huge. And to get that win today, they don't win today without him. Yeah, they One, they stole that yeah. win today. And now they're up 2-0, which is huge. One thing that I've realized in this series is like you don't realize Gordon Hayward's value until he's not on the Celtics, because I mean, Wanamaker and Semi Ojale are playing way too many minutes. I mean, it's yeah. working out, but like when. You have them playing, what, I think Brad Wanamaker played like 25 minutes or something crazy. He plays game like one. 15, yeah, Wanamaker was down to eight tonight because he was zero points, didn't even take a shot, so definitely not a strong night from him, so it makes sense. He had a short leash off the yeah. bench. And then Ojale, 10 minutes, 0 for 3 shooting, yeah. um, 0 for th all three-pointers, yeah. I know. When, I mean, it just, it further shows how the Celtics have a weak bench when Gordon Hayward's not out there. I mean, let's be real, he's not worth the max contract, but I think the Celtics are in trouble without Gordon Hayward. Maybe not so much this series, although he would help, but yeah. if they do move on, we're, that's going to be... When you have Brad Wanamaker going up against well, veteran players and yeah. big players... What I think is really saving them from having the Gordon hurt them a lot is the fact that Kemba's fully healthy now, so Kemba's not on the minutes restriction, and they don't need that secondary passer as much anymore because when Kemba was I mean uh, when yeah when Kemba was on a minutes restriction you needed Hayward as a second facilitator you couldn't rely on Wanamaker for all those minutes even though I was very wrong about Brad saw him in saw him in uh, I Encore Casino can't stand him it's like oh, yeah. this guy sucks I don't want a picture with <laughs> him said what's up didn't take a picture and regret it props Brad I, I, I'm sorry I mean, there's just some possessions where during earlier in the bubble, when he would just go to the hoop and take a crazy layup, and it was yeah, just... like two defenders right on him but instead maybe, of making the smart pass. Maybe he doesn't need to be taking shots. Sometimes he, he plays. He's so the game yeah. Sometimes he's, he's super solid and like yeah. smart out there, and then sometimes like I remember a Lakers game earlier this year where they played in LA. <laughs> like he did not look like he was ready for you know crunch time important basketball because that was like you know that was one of those regular season games that gets to like close to playoff like intensity so but um one thing i wanted to ask you guys is how much do you think the bubble atmosphere affects like you know it's only a 2-0 series lead normally and if this was real life boston would have just won the first two games in toronto chances are that wouldn't have happened and they're going back to boston so yeah they're up 2-0 but like do you guys think you know they, yeah. they figured them out and they're just gonna win in four or five now or do you think you know the the adjustments that are coming from Toronto are going to be yeah. fierce. It's funny because in my head, I was thinking, oh, Celtics got the first two. Now they're going back home. But, yeah, that makes you realize that none of that. It doesn't matter. And yeah. it's, and it's. 
I don't think they have them figured out. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Raptors get a game, if not two. I mean, still, still, you know, you, you can see you can see where the Celtics are lacking. I mean, like Serge Ibaka. Actually, what I noticed today is the Celtics are missing someone like Serge Ibaka. Although Time Lord did that in the first quarter. Yeah, no, but John and I were talking earlier. Like, you definitely, the Celtics are, you know, Rob Williams may give them what they miss from that position. But he's still only 6'8", and as I feel like he is. They yeah. need, they don't have a big body. Like Daniel Tice is 6'8". They need to get Keith Aaron Baines. He's the, <laughs> the, Celtics, the Celtics need to get Andre Drummond. If That's they can pull it off somehow, if yeah. it gets bought out or something, that that Trade would Carson be Edwards. that would be he would probably be at, a lot of teams would be after him but especially Boston because it would just enhance them a lot because how weak they are at that position yep. how strong they are everywhere else you know yeah but you know I don't like to, I'm very superstitious I don't like to jinx anything I don't want to say my opinions on the series <laughs> but I will say going into the bubble I thought it would affect teams like the Celtics a lot more teams that are used to having a packed crowd used to having that all that atmosphere td garden in the playoffs yeah not so like it event. saw terry cross up eric Bledsoe last year hit the three in his eye you know yeah, it was yeah. crazy yeah. craziest venue i've ever seen oh, yeah. so not yeah. having that you would expect it to have affected teams like the celtics and even the raptors more because they're used to the background and it has it. so at this point i think it all comes down to who has the best team and the celtics are cooking right definitely now. more talented Kemba's playing think, really too. good besides today making back shots. yes big yep. shots oh that Tatum, was brown yeah. smart Tice is playing really good. They're getting great minutes out of the center position. Love the guy Canner on the bench celebrating his team, even if he's not playing. They're having yeah. a really good thing going now. No, definitely. And, and it's a small little window right here for them, it seems like. Yeah. And who knows, you know, the state of the NBA next year. But um, right now, they got a shot at making the finals, for, for sure. Good. I did want to ask you guys real quick. Um, so, Kemba today, obviously, hit some big shots down the stretch after Already a slow Kemba. start. Tatum today had, you know, Very a solid good. game. Yeah. Very efficient. In the 30s, I think finished 34. 34, 36, yep. yeah. So, um, I guess my question is, who do you guys go late game if you're the Celtics? You know, you go Tatum or Kemba? Or do you go a situation where you're riding the hot hand? Kinda? You know my take, Trent? My <laughs> bad, possibly bad take. <laughs> End of the um, game, if there's one shot right now, this this playoffs, 2020, you give it to Kemba Walker. Over Tatum, you think? Over Tatum. And yeah. I don't, I love Jason Tatum. And <laughs> I don't and, know. We'll hear from John in a sec. Yeah, in a sec. <laughs> Kemba has proven him. Okay, I'm not gonna say he's proven himself in the playoffs, but he's gotten. No, he has, you're right. He yeah, has proven himself saying. to have that chance. More. I mean, he was in Charlotte. What five seasons? He's a bet. Yeah, I think more. Took actually, them to, maybe seven even. Dude, yeah. took him to the playoffs once. He's the he's he was hitting those big shots even if the games or big games, regular mm-hmm. season games, when he was on Bobcats, Hornets, whatever. But I give to get the ball to Kemba in the fourth quarter. What I love about that is it truly is like a debate. Tatum, great. He seems he's really good. He's been clutch in his opportunities. Kemba, in his, although it's been from UConn, when he UConn. shifted, I believe Brad Wanamaker was the guy he shifted. In I think Brad. Brad's definitely MC. on the court right there. I don't we know. I forget. Up. I forget. We did just watch. Brad right. gets switched off. Kemba's yeah. been doing this for years, and he's continuing. He had a horrible game today. He still did it. Yeah. So it's a great argument to be had, but I think the short answer is Kemba. The short answer, but I think the really long answer is it yeah. would. It's all a matchup. 
if who can, who can you get the switch on? If Tatum yeah, can get switched on to a guard and you can post them up, have him hit one of his fadeaways. Yeah, if you can get Kemba switched on a big. Like um, who is it on today? Was it on Ibaka? No. It yeah, it was Ibaka. On, it was Ibaka. Because Ibaka's hips were totally. That's, yeah, turned if, if you yeah. can get that, you got to give Kemba every time. It's all about the matchup with them. That's a luxury of having two all stars on your team. Not to switch up so much, but what you just said, I think is the problem with the Rockets, late game, fourth quarter, is like, it's always going to be Harden, no matter what. Can't even go to Russ now. Yeah, Like, yeah. I don't even want to touch the ball. <laughs> and so it's like, that's why I think, also, Rockets are going to lose game seven, but we don't have to Oh, I mean, we can get to it in a but sec, definitely. Real, real but, quick, what I yeah. mentioned earlier, this scares me. Um, oh, God. You say that about the Nuggets, too. They got Jokic and now Murray, who they could go to in the end before. You didn't even have to really cover Murray. He averaged 18 points. He shot 34% yeah. from three. It's like, you got to cover him, but it was going to Jokic. You wanted it to go to Jokic's end of every single game. The Jazz, yeah. Donovan Mitchell, every single possession. So having that second guy where you that's can't hold it, it's unpredictable. Guy, it's really yeah. Yeah. And easier yeah. to guard every time and you see it. And that's what happens in the playoffs. Play, they were trying to go to Smart. Like, they have multiple guys that they're confident yeah. with taking a lot of Jalen took that step back. I yeah, was, I, I know. Was no, it, was, it was like, let me try to oh. gain this right here. But this is what I'm talking about. Brad Wanamaker, game one against the Raptors, 28 minutes and 23 seconds yeah. played. Damn. That scares me. I wonder, though, I wonder how much of that was him playing when they were up, like, Jump time. 15. And th- yeah, you're but right. no, you're not yeah. wrong, though. They... Brad, Brad, I think trust Brad. Brad yeah. Stevens. I'm obviously. learning to trust Brad. I'm learning to trust I think he has yeah, earned some little, you know, benefit of the doubt. He's been definitely better the last. I like, trust month Brad and trust well. Brad. Yeah, yeah, I, that's I a good point. Really <laughs> um, I guess one last question I have coming from this game is, what do you guys, you know, Toronto? Obviously, we talked a little bit about how they bounce back, but. You know, when it comes down to these late-game situations, I just don't know what they do to create shots. I mean, yeah. Fred Van Fleet can get, you know, clean looks and hit him because he's a great you know, he's a great shooter, he's a really good player. But, like, Siakam, you know, they went to him late, and, like, either Jalen or Marcus yeah. is on him, and when they don't double him, the pass out isn't there. And if yeah. Siakam doesn't have a lot of moves, like, he gets stuck. You're right. He's like a big man at that point. Thing yeah, that he just has to spin move. He yeah. spun once, spun the other way, and just bumped into... Uh, Either Brown or Marcus Smart both times. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. But I mean, I think what you do is you give it to Siakam and you got it. You kick it you out. You do basically just ride your best player. Yeah. I agree I with just you. Just kick it out. And, it's, but like yeah. you said, that when you mentioned that, I don't know if maybe that's their ultimate downfall. For the well, that's what I was kind of thinking. Is last year, you know, they have Kawhi yeah. in this position, yep. and he is, you know, one of the he arguably the clutchest player in the NBA right now, based on you know recency bias. And and you know they don't have that this year. And it, if you watch their playoff games last year against Philly and Milwaukee, and even you know in the finals at times, like Kawhi hit the big shots. He took the ball when he needed to and took care of business for his team. And that was the biggest reason they went on the run they did. And Siakam may have replicated the numbers in the regular season, but I just, you know, he just isn't a skill. It's just how it is. As great of a player as he is. We do forget, though, Siakam had an unbelievable season. He might not be Unbel- looking up I, to par right now. Arguably, you could have said he was better than Tatum and Brown all season. You know what I mean? They were the second best team so in the East. You, know? you would go to him. But mm. Fred's also going to get a max contract. Fred is really good. And yeah. to going back to the kid. I hate that. Fred's kids just got to the bubble today. <laughs> Fred's kids I was terrified of bubble Fred, Fred Jr. <laughs> giving his dad the superpowers again and having him go off. So I was really scared about that. But I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. But I think that's it go, could go either way. You don't like 
not having a Kawhi, but at the same time, you're so unpredictable at the end of games. It could go to anyone. OG was hitting all his shots today. Yeah, yeah OG was probably their best player today. Yeah, a high, 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 high score for them. Yeah, wow. I liked Marcus on the game instead of Serge. So when Mark uh, fouled out, I thought it almost hurt the Celtics because Serge. Yeah, I think all his threes honestly though, too. One thing people don't really consider with Serge too is I I don't have you know the plus minuses shit in front of me, but. I know, like, Minus for a fact, there, yeah, there were points last wow. season in the regular season where Toronto felt like he was unplayable, and that was part of the trade for Gasol last year, was to get security at that position, because Ibaka really wasn't great in the regular season, even though he, you know, did fine in the playoffs and they won the title and everything. He's a good player, but the way the NBA is now, it's just not the same for him. Huge yeah. locker room guy, loves to fight people. Yeah, serious. remember when he chokes, he uh, chokes who people, punches people, big, <laughs> big fighter. Dude. But shout out to our friend. Dante out in Cleveland, who oh. once said that Kavon Looney was better than Serge Baca. It was one of the worst takes I've ever heard, but I'm sorry to throw that in That was a bad take. That was true. I had to get that one in there. Kavon Looney, I'm sorry. I have nothing Oof. against you, but you're no Serge. How about Siaka playing 43 minutes? Yeah, they're definitely riding him, dude, because how many minutes did Norm Powell play? 13. He's got to play more. 13? 13? That's pretty crazy. They didn't play That's crazy five. to me, yeah. Listen, so they're starting needs five. To um... Oh, unless you, besides Ibaka, Norman Powell played 13, and then you have 12 combined minutes from anyone else on their team. They're, Norman they're, Powell has to play more. Yeah, he's, he's an animal. That is very Norman surprising. Norman Powell is scary. He scored almost 17 points a game, which I didn't even know until last week. I was yeah. like, what? Norman Powell's a starter on a lot of NBA teams. And that's the thing. All of the, the Raptors guards are so short. Yeah, that's Norman why Powell I think. Six, three. Well, that's I why I was like really. Wow! Wow! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought he might be six seven. <laughs> I didn't even he's... know he was that small. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. yeah I mean, no wonder that. maybe he's not playing so much because I mean it's hard enough for Van Fleet and Lowry. I think with who they're dealing with every time down the court, and I know Kemba's on one of them sometimes. Yeah. But at the same time, they're co- they're covering Kemba on the other end. Like it's not any easier. So that's why Kemba's a lot of really tall so good. That's why, yeah, and like Smart and Brown are like covering the best wing guys most really of the time, smart, but... and it just like gives them trouble. And like those guys too are covering Siakam because Brown and Smart cover one through four like pretty excellently, and arguably one through five sometimes. The What's Giants on Sports Center? Twenty-three runs today. Oh, San Giants. Wow. wow! Shout out to the San Francisco Giants. This guy had six twenty-three total runs bases today. in single game. What? Alex Dickerson, <laughs> sixteen total bases Three today. Ties Willie Mays. Unbelievable! Wow, that's Willie the kind Mays of breaking news you got here on the Bad Takes. Good talk. work, Alex. Live. We never heard of you before. <laughs> Live breaking news. Great day, <laughs> great day today. <laughs> All right. So, any last thoughts on Celtics Raptors, fellas? Well, the Rockies wanted to apologize for their 23-5 <laughs> loss. They say it sucks and can't everyone have a good night. Oh, how so, how funny. Some, the social media team from the Rockies. You can't win them all. Those funny kids. For some little baseball talk. <laughs> all right. Oh, wait, real quick. oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, predictions for the rest of the series. Oh, Toronto-Boston, you want to talk it out? Sure, I'm Boston down. Boston and five. Boston at five. That's I like Jake's it. Take. Oh, shit, I don't want to do this. Ooh. Oh, boy. I don't want to be the guy to jinx it. John but is so scared what? to say anything I bad about the Raptors all night. Everybody. He's been nervous because he doesn't want to jinx Boston. I haven't watched my Celtics penny since the playoffs started. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it until they lose. And I'm not planning on that happening. So Celtics in four. <laughs> yes. Celtics in four. Celtics. I like it. 
I do like the Celtics in five pick because I think Toronto is just too well coached and they still have a lot of good players. That like a night like tonight's probably gonna happen for Boston again, especially without Hayward and Marcus Smart's probably not gonna bail him out like he did. Five three. So I do think yeah, but I also think Campbell won't suck like this. No. You're not wrong. Yeah, That's Tyson a good point too. Or whatever. No, you're definitely not wrong. There's, there's, ebbs and flows with this. <laughs> but overall, I think Boston's in a really good position. A better, much better position. Than I thought they were a week ago. Oh, I, I, I said Celtics five. I liked what you said. Yeah. Wow. Oh uh, no, you're. Hey, don't worry. I'm sure a, a lot of our team. viewers might be tuning in now as well. That's just how it be. Probably all right, <laughs> let's move on. Let's recap briefly um, the two series from yesterday before we jump into the two games tomorrow. So let's start with Rockets Thunder since we talked about them briefly already. Last night, the Rockets had a chance to close out a series and didn't. Nope. Does that sound familiar? Does. <laughs> um, it's funny because I just keep thinking about seeing James Harden and Chris Paul play against each other. It's so obvious why they can never play with each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. Chris Paul is a really good leader, and like he's a court general, and I could just picture James Harden being out there being like, <laughs> no, standing there pouting. Yeah, I'm not doing what you're yeah. saying. Give me the ball. Come on, Whoa, Chris Paul, yeah. stop. I do remember like, last... What like, is all that X, Y, Z? I'm just going to take the vote. <laughs> just take a step back. Yeah. You. What yeah. are you doing? I do remember that a lot of um, the time when they were teammates, obviously. That they would start the games obviously on the court, and then like either one of the two would take and they, uh, you know, interchange them each out there the rest of the game. And, yep. and like at the end of the games, it would kind of just be hard and ISO ball because like you know that's what you do when you have a player like that. But it really is interesting because when Harden was off the court, like Chris Paul would try to do more of a passing thing, but they were so analytic heavy with threes and layups that like. He was literally the only guy that would take mid-range jump shots, and now they're back again to never taking mid-range jump shots. <laughs> I hate to say it, because I think the NBA is really cool with Russ and James playing together and with Chris Paul leading the Young Thunder, but I think if Chris and James were together this year, they got so close to the finals before, I think they really could have made the finals together. Their personalities might not match, but Chris it's, is such it's a good definitely leader. A he would fair get the ball in James' hand at the end of games. They would have beat the Thunder Because he knows how good now. it is, yeah. If you I do Kristen, think Ross. I try not to kill James Harden for the late game stuff a lot, but like he needs a fl- he, he, he like really hasn't him. had that moment where he was like, "I'm James Harden." Like he does in the regular season all the time, and just like bossed up on another team. And I know he's pushed the Warriors to seven and everything, but like if that's not there, then like Chris Paul being there might not. Like I think Chris Paul is a better teammate for. Harden than Russ, as weird as it is, because maybe the Rockets keep the ball in their hands. Yeah, but but it's like uh, yeah. I think it is like a situation where it just doesn't work for them too. And I mean, I, I just couldn't see, I would just see them arguing, you know, Chris Paul messing around with James Harden saying he has man boobs, bullying. <laughs> Bull- straight up bully. Straight up bully. <laughs> to be a bad teammate. Yeah. Was it yeah. Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan didn't yeah, like him? Yeah, he used to yeah. yell at DeAndre Jordan about his free throws. Made him cry. Right. I'm just kidding. I made up that last part. <laughs> <laughs> but he did used to yell at DeAndre Jordan about taking, making, getting more serious Dude, about making his free throws. Which I would probably be annoyed if my teammate shot 40% over yeah. the course yeah. like 10 years, but still. I do think, you know, some, some leaders, the way they lead, they're just going to be a dick and it, they'll get results, you know, but... Chris Paul just being six one point guard, I think that just <laughs> limits his like ceiling altogether as like the guy who's gotta be responsible for winning, you know, for the team. What do you got to say, John? No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one to myself. For <laughs> okay. Now. For now, for now. 
<laughs> they say sometimes the shorter guys are filled with the more anger. So maybe Chris Paul is just filled with the more anger. Maybe. You know? yeah, I mean, he does. Short, he does love the point smoke, guard. He's never made it far in the playoffs. You know. Just Off of uh, Jake's point, I wanted to say that uh, you're right. That like Russ and Harden together, like all season, it wasn't working, and they traded Clint Capella because their only other option was Russell Westbrook's such a bad shooter. We need to have him never take jump shots, and we can't I have know. two guys on the court that can't shoot. So, and it's worked for them, and it's, you know, it's an advantage for them, and it works. But, like, I really think Anthony Davis is about to score 37 a game in this series. Like, well, I, he's so going to get to the line. So, oh, oh true, Tyson true. Chandler You're right. I am jumping ahead because I am nervous about this game seven. But ever since game fucking five, I've just thought the series has been over. Like, here's a question. Literally, here's I can't. The Rockets had this, and they blew it last. Like, yep. And now they might blow game seven. They were up 3-1. No, there it was two two. They were up two zero though after blowing them out both games too, and they somehow let them. Remember Harden pushed this yeah, corral, yeah, because yeah. they blew it and they let them come back two two because they went to overtime and lost game four. What do the Rockets do if they lose in round one? Do they fire D'Antoni? They're firing D'Antoni. I think. I think they're definitely firing D'Antoni and then trying to run it back because Russell Westbrook's contract is so horrendous, and I don't think anyone wants it. And the only reason they took it on was because they had to get off Chris Paul's. Which was arguably just as bad a year ago before we, you know, had this confirmation that Chris Paul could still, if he's healthy, bring it. So do you think they do trades? Do you think just just the coaching change? Wait, are you talking about the Rockets? If the Rockets lose, yeah, what do the Rockets do if they lose? What do they do? They put where do they go? They have to run. That's how I kind of feel too, because like unless James wants to be off it, (laughs) I know he's like get get Russ out of here. Yeah, James, we'd love you on the Celtics, buddy. Yeah, James. You wanted the man to trade. I want James to play off ball, though. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just give him the ball. Jalen and, and Jason and James, come on now. Give him everything for James Harden. Just, okay, but seriously, who are they going to play center against? I mean, who's going to play against Jeff the Green's base? Well, yeah, that's Jeff the Green. Thing. And Tyson the only Chandler. center on their roster is Tyson Chandler, and I don't and think he's really even played in serious like, game time. If Javale McGee goes in the game, he'll. He'll get a couple baskets. Like that's a mismatch in itself. Or like, did you see yeah. Tyson Chandler? I know you're saying. I know no, the I know Rockets saying. do their thing. Well, see, the only time the Rockets and Lakers played this year was right after the Rockets had decided to go all in yeah. on the style of play, and everyone thought AD was gonna just go yeah, off, but the Rockets won by like 15, that. and it was weird. It was just well, weird. But I also think that was just their first time seeing that. Like over seven games, I have a hard time believing LeBron and AD are gonna get outplayed by. Like Harden and Russ, and just the way that team's well, constructed, they're gonna get they lose on the boards every night, you know. Go that's ahead. the thing. My bad. <laughs> the, like how you said, like you've never seen James Harden be like, "I'm James Harden, I'm gonna win this." Yeah. Dude, I sometimes feel like he just doesn't care. Like he just wants to get paid, and he doesn't even care about. And just put up all the stats, even yes, almost like that. and just to like prove that I'm deserve them the money I get paid. I'm deserve this and that, yeah. and like. But I really, at the end of the day, because I just don't know how they're not closing the series out. How he didn't get the ball at the end of the last game. Mm-hmm. I know, it's just how, like, how does Russ not defer in that situation? Right. Like, Russ, Russ still thinks, like, is so he's bad that, like, guy. Like, right he's a great player still, but, like, yeah, like you're saying. How did he ever, I mean, it's crazy. I know how he won MVP. But, like, really, how did he win MVP? I mean... That's what, like, you know, a lot of narrative he stuff, I think. I think it was I a lot. Know. Part of it was KD, I think, just leaving, and then the whole 30-point triple-double is impressive, obviously. They did make the playoffs with a fairly average team. Like I do think, as a key, they were a six seed, yeah. I just keep thinking, though, as it keeps aging, it just gets a little worse and worse. Because Steven Adams is a player. 
Victor Oladipo was an all-star before that's he got right. hurt. Sabonis. And yeah. people thought Oladipo sucked because of his. That's Sabonis this year too. That he yeah, and Sabonis. Yeah, he was bad that so, year. I know, I know, but Sabonis guys. definitely did. Russell Westbrook was not yeah. letting Sabonis get touches, you know. And Sabonis yeah, was an all-star this year. Like he was, a, you know, something was there. Crazy. And Westbrook, and I know, like Westbrook's a great player, and he he went off that season, like. If you look at the highlights, he was hitting clutch shots too in the oh, regular yeah. season at the end. I, think I know you saw Harden should have won the MVP that year. That, <laughs> was, a, that was a hot take from Trent <laughs> a long time ago. And honestly, I looking do. back, I just thought the Rockets maybe I believe, were the, had some, some Oh, you know what? The Rockets were the three seed that year because they beat OKC in the first round of five games. And that was the matchup. It was the top two guys in MVP that year. So that's, yep. yep. Back to. Uh, Really quick, because I didn't bring it up earlier when you guys were talking about Tyson Chandler. It made me laugh the other day really hard watching the game. Uh, someone got ejected, I want to say, and so the coach of Billy Donovan could have picked who shot the free throws for the Rockets. Yeah. Could have been anyone on the bench. He chose Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Tyson Chandler went in, both <laughs> free throws, and so and you can't sub for Tyson again until one possession Wait. goes by. So instead oh, of just letting Tyson Chandler play one possession on defense, Mike D'Antoni blew a timeout. Oh my god! Tyson out just to take him out of the game and put someone else back in. And I was like, how bad could this guy really be? I was laughing to myself. Like Tyson Chandler is usually a great guy to have on the court. I he led the was NBA a title in field goal percentage. Yeah, I bet he did multiple. Or it was definitely up there a lot of years because yeah. he was. He was on was the center on a title team, you know, the starting center in the maps like that beat the Heat. That must make you feel pretty bad. Your coach just wasted a timeout. He wouldn't even let you play one possession defense. That's what's right. your specialty. I know. He's just he's on vacation right now. The only reason he went in was to get exploited for his free throws. <laughs> it's like, who's the right free throw shooter on the team? Tyson, get out there. Bricks some both. He goes right back to the bench with his warm-up. That's so sad. It just made me laugh, so I need to bring that up. So thinking about game seven, though, I mean, I, I picked Rockets in seven. In the beginning of this, I got oh, into my notes app. I got, I got proof. Off. I got Big proof. But I gotta say, after 2-0, yep, first good <laughs> pick of my life. After the 2-0 lead, I thought for sure that you know Houston was gonna win this easily in five games tops. But after just the way OKC's battle back, obviously it's a lot closer. But at the end of the day, I just I don't know how OKC can keep scoring. Like I, I Chris Paul, how you know, has been clutch shots? in some of these games, but it's just. You know, SGA has been good, but he's not there yet, yeah. you know? And, you know, like, Steven Adams clearly is just a center. Like, solid player, but he's not, Dork. You know, Dork. <laughs> he keeps shooting the loop. Yeah. Dork keeps shooting. Everyone was hating too hard keep on the man. Shooting. The they were just leaving him. That was crazy. But then last night, he bounced back. That's that's what it's all about. He was, like, 5 of 6 at one point last night or something like that. So, but at the end of the day, I think Rockets win game 7. Because, I mean, let's just say if they lose, it's... One of the worst series losses yeah. for like superstars in NBA history. I mean, especially with you trade, you know, you you go with James Harden. You say f Chris Paul. We want we'll take Russ because James wants that. And then your team basically gets worse. And then you lose to the team that was like had you know Paul George and Westbrook and is way better this year. Like that is yeah. just such a horrible look for Westbrook and Harden. Mm-hmm. And anyway, you know, I and I'm not trying to dunk on them or anything. You know, they're amazing players and they're Hall of Famers. But it's like. I, this is why these guys get hate because of moments like these. Yes. You can't ignore these things. That's you know. It's, it's really showing that people maybe you shouldn't be bouncing around so <laughs> much. Even, yeah. I mean, just like hoping maybe it works like this. Okay, maybe this way. Maybe mm-hmm. this way. Like, I mean, you're right because it's like there's two like teams like the Rockets, not the Rockets, the Raptors, and the Thunder this year. We're just figuring it out, and it's like, yeah, how? With way and less you, talent, you know. Yep, and then you have the 76ers. Who haven't figured it out and 
in <laughs> years or whatever team, you know, film like with superstars who yeah. didn't make it, but yeah. I think it's interesting too because D'Antoni, I think, is the scapegoat here and he's probably going to get fired and they run it back another season. But like, he like yeah. is a great coach in NBA history. The Suns teams in the 2000s, he like revolutionized those offenses with Nash. And then he comes with Harden and him and Harden have literally done some historic stuff yeah. in the NBA together. And the fact that he's going to get fired because Russell Westbrook takes bad shots and like is inefficient is like pretty crazy. But I guess it's probably, you know, some some you know James Harden's probably sick of him a little bit I'm sure he wants something new and you got it's a star driven league so yeah the Rockets have just changed the game of basketball like, absolutely I was watching basketball with someone Joey who doesn't really know about basketball I was yeah. watching the Rockets game with him and I was like trying to explain to him why the Rockets have nobody by the hoop like yeah. how every they only take threes and it was like <laughs> almost I couldn't even do it because it was like no nah, I know literally the know, only time they're going to the hoop is on insane. fast breaks or when Harden or Westbrook are like getting fouled yep. or making a land like it's it's ridiculous it's crazy John Steph Curry started the three-point revolution props to my guy Steph you're not wrong but, yeah, not, yeah, but the, the Rockets five three-point shooters at the same yeah. time and I don't know I'm a fan of it you know, guys like no, I love my guys like Ennis Canner, but it's just changed, I and I love seeing Trey Youngs and stuff. I do think from the, logo. the fact that fun. Yeah, the the way people can shoot nowadays I, is ridiculous, I and, it, so it, and there is talent to it. Yeah, which, you're right. Though. Which That's hurts the, the, the big man not being down there, banging around. That hurts the physicality. The whole way and the refs got to stop teaming people up for fist pumps. Oh, Jason Taylor, let's talk about the air punch. Don't tee up my guy Jason Taylor <laughs> for an air punch. Come on. The air punch technical. We saw yeah, it with Porzingis in game one against the Clippers. Yeah. It was the first of the two that kicked him out of the game. And then we saw it today with Tatum. There's oh, been a few other instances. We've seen a lot of air oh. punches, but only some of them get called. <laughs> yeah, only when someone's mad about missing a call. Donovan Mitchell had a slow-mo air punch today Wait, after should, a huge bucket. We should clarify, right? this is true, that the NBA has a rule where... An air punch is an automatic technical foul. Yep. An air punch, as in someone waving their arm in the air because they're mad. Closed fist. Closed fist. Not yes. like Carlos Boozer, who tries to air punch and punches the ref right <laughs> there. Not, not or that Paul guy Pierce looking at the layup and, and then draws <laughs> colors from permanent marker hair on his head. Okay. Well, Sorry, Carlos Boozer. It's funny you bring it <laughs> up because did did the ref, if I remember correctly, Paul Pierce hit punched the ref. Ref's like it's all good. Yep, it was all good. Now Back we're when getting the league was, wasn't soft. Now we're getting technicals for fake air punches. Come on, like what am I supposed to play an air guitar? Like, yeah, heck? no, it is ridiculous, especially today. You know, in Tatum's situation, it was with just over a minute left, yeah. and it was just like, just what if you know? What little if that's the side of the game? What if you know Toronto made a layup at the end and instead yeah. of going to overtime, well, they lose by one? You know, like Doris Burke made that exact point during. Uh, the commentary, yeah, like DB. She, she said it is it is consistent, but the question is time and score. Like yeah. you have to factor that in. Definitely, if it's it is in the crazy. rule book that it's an automatic T. They got to change that for yeah. time and score. You can't call it a Tatum's not trying to show up to rest. Yeah, he's should frustrated. Not be he made rule. a shot. He pushed off. Yeah, whatever. He's not getting in your face, swearing at you. Yeah, he's. We've seen a lot worse he's, over the years. Yeah. That's not deserve a T. Just like Kristaps, whatever happened in the other series, he shouldn't have gotten kicked out. That changed the course of that entire series. Definitely. Like, Even though he didn't play the last three games. Still. You no, no, game, you're definitely they right. Lost yeah. 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 They lost They would have won time. game one. It would have yeah. been ridiculous. Yeah. And the entire series changed. I trust Luka to win one game if they have three games, one yeah. in the series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I feel like Kristaps just yeah. kind of gave up towards 
because it was yeah. like, it's like too much of a risk. Ended up being a torn knee, which is terrifying for his future. Is he getting surgery on that? Do you know? Torn meniscus. I don't know. Yeah, maybe? true. He probably is. Well, probably. So. Yeah. So. That's All right. Okay. <laughs> no, it's all good. No. You're good. I was just saying, Porzingis <laughs> is so exciting to watch, and like, I don't want him to leave the league like yeah, yeah or just yeah. like fall off. Well, he's exciting off the court too. You saw him get in the bar fight. Oh, I haven't seen the bar fight. Before the season oh. started? Yeah, oh, yeah, like, I have seen it. Yeah, I have seen it. Where is he from? He's in, yeah, he's literally in the streets <laughs> of Lafayette. Yeah, some yeah. guy was yelling at him. Got bloody in the face being held back. I totally believe it. Because that's just a fighter. I believe it. They want to pick on the skinny guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't fuck with Eastern Europeans. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, UFC. Dude, Luke is a dog. Yeah, Eastern Europeans have shown us UFC. They own it. Definitely. Like, They're all dogs. <laughs> Alright. We go to our last game series to discuss. What is it? Yesterday was game one of Heat Bucks. Oh. We saw the Heat. Giannis take went care of six for twelve from the field. What the hell is he doing? Start should there. Shoot. And he shouldn't have won defense player of the year, he should have been Marcus Smart. I, I agree. I think that they're I told this to like, why is he getting defensive player of the year and MVP? If dude LeBron should have had like ten of these awards already. Like, stop it already. Like, we know the Bucks aren't as good as they really as the record shows. They're basically the Celtics one seed when they had Isaiah Thomas. Everybody, no one's scared of them. Okay, so I get what you're saying with that. Yeah, I mean, like, Butler's gonna the, show you everyone that Giannis isn't. You know, as a Celtics fan, I'm scared to face them. But the if Bucks, I'm a yeah, but the Lakers, if I'm a Lakers fan, Clippers fan. Yeah. Maybe even the Heat fan. Yeah. Jimmy Butler can guard him. Right. Dude, Jimmy Butler went Bam can guard him. Yeah, that was definitely that Bam was doing work in the paint last night when ever, or all night when Giannis tried going. I know, that's why he's more valuable than a short center. He's just freak athlete. He's a smart passer on offense, How tall is he? I think he's only 6'8 or 6'9. Yeah, maybe 6'10. Maybe. I'd guess 6'9. But he's. I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy Butler also just showing why Philly Philly messed up big time for letting him walk. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I felt tweet. Yeah, Joel even tweeted, you know, subtle. I'm surprised too cuz you know, I never was clear on like if, you know, Embiid and Simmons had beef with Jimmy on the way out. It obviously wasn't anything too big, but like that definitely confirmed me the front office in Philly doesn't yep. know what they're doing. So, and the fact like I know when Al Horford was signed, Philly was definitely a lot of people's favorites, but I definitely think losing Jimmy Butler made them honestly worse. I, well, obviously, it's obvious now after seeing the whole season, but like they just had no shot creator from the perimeter, and Tobias Harris isn't that I player. Know. And his contract may think make you think he can be that player, but I, he has not shown that. He can get to 20 a night, but... When you see it in hindsight, it really is like, what were you thinking was going to happen with the offense? I yeah. think you thought Al was going to fit perfectly with yeah. Joel. And then Ben Simmons would be there, and it was just going to be like have a little jump shot at this point, maybe. <laughs> He's so yeah, crazy. He still made just as many threes. As I Ren swear, Adams. low key part of it too is <laughs> low key but. part of it too is that the Sixers, I think, just like uh, they also, I think, wanted to take Al Horford away from Boston, and that was an opportunity. And they also kind of talked themselves into thinking that it just made them that much better too. But in reality, yeah, it hurt Boston, I guess, but. Boston's well, a better team this year. Maybe if Kemba and Al are there, like it's a lot better than Kyrie now, which I, I can totally see that after seeing last year. But I don't know. It's just something. I get about. doing that for teams, but for that money with Al. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the, his age and, and what, what he gives you. And when you already have Tobias Harris. And Embiid, yeah. 
just not. Last just year, your team out 36 million dollars. It's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, I, I know. So at least he's young. Yeah. At least he's young, and maybe you turn that around at some point. But like, he's young. young. He's younger, I should I say. Is he 27, 28? Is he really? I he thought. I could look at that guy. That guy's clearly doesn't age, though. I thought he was a little younger. 28. Word. He never should have left. He had good situations before when uh, with the Clippers. And I know he got traded so many Jimmy times. Butler, He's 30? had good positions. Yep. Wow. Wyatt 30. If they had Jimmy Wyatt. Butler <laughs> with Ben Simmons out, that Celtics series goes at least six games. Just throwing Jimmy Butler with the Stat Sixers team. Just oh, Jimmy yeah. and Joel oh, alone. That well, series goes I mean, last yeah. year Philly was problem. better than Boston That's already. Like, Jimmy they, Philly arguably, like, if Kawhi's shot doesn't go in, I know they go to overtime and it's game seven on the road. And it's not like they win just because Kawhi's shot doesn't go in. But, I mean, if they do, they went toe-to-toe yeah. with the team that won the title. And then they're playing Milwaukee, who they also went toe-to-toe with all year. And I could have totally seen, you know, the same instance yeah. where Milwaukee lost last year where they just don't have the offense. Like, Eric Bledsoe hasn't even been playing really that much. He didn't play game one, right? I think he's been playing. Oh, he was? Oh, my bad. Then I'm thinking of someone else. But I was going to say, he's literally been awful like in the playoffs last year. And like in when big moments, like he gets kind of Drew shut up. down a little bit. Yeah, Terry exactly. his head. Terry Drew ruined him forever. <laughs> yeah, ben Simmons, I feel like he's just, he's lost a lot of place in his league. He needs so to be big. in the right situation. He needs a good he coach. Needs he needs to be surrounded by shooters. Oh, yeah. Bledsoe didn't He's play like last night. George Hill started. Because what people did say is this year, Ben Simmons guarded Tatum better than anyone else in the NBA. Yeah, so that, that showed it. Tatum shot 30%, something like that, with Simmons on this year. It was horrible. Compared to other defenders on Philly. 9, 6, 10? Yeah. I'm confident that Ben Simmons is the best defender in the NBA because I agree. you cannot get by him in NBA 2K20. <laughs> playing, playing on ball D or off ball D? Jake's the, the king of off ball D. Oh, off my off ball <laughs> defense. People don't like they call computer D when it's really off ball defense. So we're really playing for steals coming from the possession. But whatever. I love it. Either way, Ben Simmons is tough in 2K. But yeah, John, uh, Bledsoe didn't play last night. Hill started, but I honestly honestly don't know what his injury is, though. That's why I kind of was so, like, just not sure about it. is very, very solid, though. George Hill shoots, like, 90% from the line. He didn't have a great game last night, but I agree with everything you're saying. I think he led the NBA in three-point shooting. Yeah, he was almost at 50%, like, all year. It's crazy. It's literally nuts. He doesn't need the ball in his hands. He's a good leader, a veteran. Yeah. I definitely agree. So where do the Bucks go from here? Game two tomorrow? Giannis has to assert himself and show that he really is an MVP. And he's going to get a lot of hate after the season. A lot of question marks are going to be on him. And he just won MVP. Back-to-back MVP, you should mention. And first player since what? MJ or Hakeem, one of the two, to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. He's joining, because I'm assuming he's going to win MVP based on voting histories of the NBA and, um, and, like, narrative stuff. But, um... Yeah, like he's going to become the third player ever with MJ and Olajuwon to win MVP and Defense Player of the Year in the same season. And it's like he might lose in round two, you know. Right. <laughs> it's interesting. And exactly. yeah, I'm not, Giannis is absolutely one of the two, three best players in the league. He's un- unstoppable. But when it comes to playoff time and getting buckets late in tight games, he's not. He might not be top five he's at the gonna moment. He's going to leave. <laughs> For where, really? you think? No, I know. that. That's a great People conversation because... People want to believe that, you know, the best player in the league is going to leave when he's a free agent. But Giannis is just, you know, he's not an American. And I think him just coming to, like, that's different, I think, with the free agency compared to American culture and how Mm -hmm. these players grow up and stuff, you know? He goes, you said it. 
Mavs. Yeah, Mavs will have a shot. Up. They'd have a dynasty. They like, would have. Dynasty. They don't even need Porzingis at that point, Dude, honestly. But you keep Porzingis. No, you, I, you definitely keep Porzingis. Forward, but like, yeah. are you kidding? You definitely keep Porzingis. Dude, I'm saying, but even if he gets hurt, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, right. Biggest lineup in NBA history. They would be unstoppable. He goes to pitch with Devin Booker. Yeah, that would be pretty nuts. Too. Although I feel like Booker's gonna just, leave though. That thing that is happens. just putting stars together. I don't even really think it would work. <laughs> no, I feel it's just like it's weird. Giannis, I feel like Giannis, could, uh, I feel like though Giannis with the know. way he's not quite the shot maker, you know, with the moves and stuff that he definitely could play alongside any premier guy like that. Yeah, because it's right. kind of like how Ben Simmons is in a way. Like yeah. Ben Simmons, value wise, is like he's top fifteen, I'd say, because of his defense and his passing, and it's like. He could you can put him next to Devin Booker, that'd be a scary. You know what I mean? Like Simmons, you can put him that'd play him like how Giannis plays, even though Giannis, like, you know, is a different they're different players. But you know, th- if Ben Simmons wasn't on a team with Joel Embiid, he would be like a like you know, yeah. they would be built like Giannis's team, like the Devin Booker. You guys saw him get exposed the other day? Or what happened? Uh, about uh with the I don't even know who she was. The oh girl the girl the podcast, <laughs> saying that seven sons player came in. Yeah. Oh Selena Powell. The young NBA. I'm the no jumper podcast <laughs> with young Adam twenty two. The NBA young, okay. young something Bucks. about kids and just whatever just what really makes you play well. The Suns went undefeated in the bubble after that happened. I don't know what, what I'll say is, about Selena Powell, the girl who said she slurped seven NBA players days. <laughs> Slurp gate. Also known as, she has lied in the past, proven about people. But that doesn't mean she's not telling the truth here. I totally believe. I yeah. Believe it. But I just know that she's she's the type to say crazy stuff on there, the No yeah. Jumper show. Yeah, just a little, just <laughs> Adam, come on the show. Adam there are a lot of stories in NBA history of uh, NBA hey, players, you know, yeah. being on the road and we partaking in activities. So you know. Rumors, but yeah, if it happens, okay, will always be there, you know? I'm here to watch basketball, you know. <laughs> but Devin Booker, John's not wrong, has been on a roll since yeah, that news not, broke. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He just, he's forever changed. Yeah, maybe just he's I think that that changes one guy. I think that changes his life. As well as the other six sons that stood around and watched. Yeah, it must have been an uh, interesting time, I'd Yeah, say. let's leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough on that one. All right, so uh, Heat Bucks, any last thoughts? I know it's only game one. It's hard to predict where the series is going to go. But uh, what are your game two predictions more specifically? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Heat and six. My prediction? I hate to say it, but my prediction? I trust Jimmy with my life. I like Heat and six, but I don't want to pick the same thing. Hot fuck. Hot fucking take Heat in five. Oh, a whole yeah. meltdown for Giannis. You got Heat in four in you? Oh, is it like a? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Right? Is it like a 08 LeBron or 2009 LeBron, 2010 LeBron? Well, where he takes off the jersey as he walks off the court. You know it's over. Just kidding. Giannis is on the no, contract. No, I think it's year. a silent. Yeah, it's gonna be like he has one year, but when it's he gonna goes, be when he leaves the bubble, he's gonna go home. And he's gonna be like, I can't. I'm not going back to the, the Bucks. It's not happening. Yeah, that, so. it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens with Giannis. It's, yeah. it's a very interesting but situation. He needs to take more than 12 shots. Yeah, I, I kind of... 12 shots in the entire yeah. game. I, I like, like the Heat after game one. I went with Bucks originally, but after last night, it doubled down no. to me that the Bucks haven't figured out their issues from last year. And the Heat, no. Yeah. I think Jimmy knows what to do to slow down Giannis. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And... Oh, sorry. Go no, go ahead. Um, he was 6 for 12 from the field, so it's not like he was missing. But also, maybe then the question is... The free is, throw. What about his free oh, throws? Oh, that was an God. issue with Giannis. He was doing so he, 6 bad. and 12 shooting, but he 
took more shots. He just was missing free throws. You know what I hate yeah, more than right. hit Justice 12 shots? Is Four he for needs 12. To, if he's a defensive line, player yeah. of the year, he needs to say, Coach, yeah. I'm covering Jimmy Butler. Yep. I'm locking him up. I'm the you're best right. defender in the world. Jimmy's not putting 40 on us and single-handedly winning the game. Yeah. Like, you don't do that if you're the best player in the world, MVP, defensive player yeah. of the year. You don't lose game one. If you lose the series, you just look horrible. When we were watching, I said to Jake how I, I could have sworn it was just a coaching thing. Yeah. And obviously, you know, Giannis has to just step up and say, Coach, like, fuck that. Like, this is horrible. This That's is a bad it. idea. But Giannis, I don't know if you saw Jake. John and I were talking about this. After the game, Giannis got asked about that specifically. Ooh. And he literally yeah. said to the reporter, why did you ask me that? I'm listening to my – I just do what my coach tells me. Bad. Very bad answer. Bad. Very bad answer. Because Giannis – yeah, and, and maybe Giannis is mad about his coach, you know, doing that. Maybe that's literally what it is. Who but guarding him? Giannis – um, Middleton was on him a good amount. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Giannis was standing on – who was he off on? Dude. I forget. It was, it was it was so frustrating to watch. It was Crowder. It was literally Crowder. Yeah, it was so frustrating to watch. He's just standing in the corner with Jay Crowder. Legend Jay Crowder. Yep. Not, yeah. <laughs> the bad boy Celtics. <laughs> the bad boy Love Celtics. Forever. <laughs> I should never got rid of Jay no, Crowder. <laughs> Things happen. Oh, one interesting question though. Giannis didn't win MVP and didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. Who would you give those awards to? LeBron MVP for sure. I totally agree about MVP. In reality, it's the same thing with baseball. Mike Trout should win MVP every yeah. season. Yeah, and LeBron should have LeBron more than should win MVP at this point. Every <laughs> he is the you put him yeah, on yeah, any team in the league, they're immediately in the playoffs. Right. I don't care what team he is. Even he's honestly, MVP. and I know last year would like everything happened, but he also got yeah. hurt when they were the four seed, and that yeah. definitely played in everything. And that's around. the thing. I think like this year was like his turn to for them to win. Give him one because they can't give it to him. Right? right, and he hasn't won since 2013. Right. Pretty crazy. He proved that Giannis at least shouldn't have two in a row. Yeah, yeah. Giannis's numbers are just so absurd that it's like it's literally the closest thing to Shaq plus like six assists a game. Like so, and his efficiency is just ridiculous, yeah. and that's why. And his defense clearly is like he's a complete two-way player. But. I know it's crazy that the NBA is turning. It's like stats, p- player stats, and how much they actually impact the team is like getting further and further away. From yeah, each other. no, crazy. I totally agree, and I think part of it is just the scoring and rebounding kind of go up for everyone a little bit because obviously there's not guys scoring like or getting 18 boards a game like you know there have been in old old NBA times but like there are many guards who will get over five rebounds per game nowadays like Steph Curry one of his MVP seasons had I believe at least six rebounds per game like these guys get longer rebounds off of three-pointers yep. the whole thing's yeah, different know. you know yeah. well going off of that the uh, most improved player was uh, Brandon Ingram. Yep. Oh yeah, that's a good time. Looks like he's high all the time. He should have that song. <laughs> he should have that song. Isn't it ridiculous? Song. He play every time he looks in the camera. Yeah. But got gotta say high all the time. But <laughs> guys, looking at that voting, and Luca came in second, and Devontae Graham was in fifth, and yeah. Tate, uh, Tatum was that fourth, voting and Jalen Brown was like yeah. every time I see <laughs> that voting, I yeah. just think like who is voting in this? That means someone yeah. has to make, put those votes. In, so like, from what I've understood is. Normally, with the most improved player award, a lot of voters don't want to give it to someone who was like a top five pick, basically, or like a high lottery pick. So like, but like, yeah, but that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. Or Brandon Ingram, even like Brandon Ingram. Obviously, we more people thought he wasn't going to be as good as everyone thought until he made the jump this year. But like, if he's in it and Luca's in it, then Jalen Brown deserves to be in it too. Like, like Devontae Graham was a great improvement too. Absolutely, he like he deserves to be in it if you're not doing all these high picks. But like. Jalen Brown improved way more than Tatum, and Tatum got more votes. Like I, I see the knocks yeah. on Devontae Graham. Like he shot like forty percent from the field or something like that. But what he went from playing 
zero to being a starting point guard, averaging 18 points a game, having like multiple games where he hit like nine yeah. threes, yeah. leading the Hornets, behind my guy Terry, of course. But it's just, he deserved, <laughs> he deserved to be way out there. Luca, I believe what Luca said, he called it out, yeah. he called it out specifically and said, Devonta Graham should get this yeah, award. Yeah, take my name off. About, there, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Which is because Luca's a real one. Luca's MVPs and championships. Guy. Exactly. He's that good. And honestly, like based on the logic, the way they did it this year, I mean, maybe you guys let me know what you think. Maybe it's not exactly the same. But like from Curry's first MVP year to his second MVP year, he made a freaking ridiculous jump, which sounds crazy. But like even the whole team got better because like through him and everything. And like if anything, like he was most improved probably that year. He went from 26 a game to 30 a game. He hit from 280 something threes to 400 and sign like he went crazy wow. like he went bonkers like and if that's how they call it which is they don't want to call it like that obviously because a player like that is the mvp and, and like you know the better players you don't want to act like they've improved they made this huge i don't know i don't really understand it all but it seems like they're different so every year they're swaying back and forth it's like, the nba media yeah so once you get so like Stephen A is definitely. So I don't think actually you have to get accredited by the um, NBA basically or like because they pick the voters. So think Woj. I Woj may, but he's more of an insider. So yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I know like Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons both do, and then there's like there's plenty of people I Dude, can't think of too. Those are two generic guys. The but... coolest thing to be able to vote <laughs> for those types. It's yeah. like it, it's almost like little league when you were a kid and you would vote who would be on All Stars. Like you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, your I friends love that. And stuff. I yeah. Love that. Well, see, the thing—it's interesting. We can wrap up with this stuff too. Um, it's interesting because the the NBA All Star teams are selected where it's fifty percent fan vote, twenty five percent player vote, twenty five percent media vote. So it's like the fans still get you know most of the say. Yeah. But like the media, but people uh, issue people have is like the players apparently don't take the vote seriously and like. I forget the names, but there's like plenty of like guys at the bottom of Rob. Like Taco so Fall funny. got like votes from his teammates, I'm assuming. That's like, funny. For like Love stuff it. like that. Love yeah. That. No, it's hilarious. But like the, the NBA, I think, as like a governing body, doesn't like the players making that decision because they think they don't take it serious enough. So, yeah, yeah. That's why you get that. And other news, really, really point? quick before we close off. Nothing sports related. Just We've been talking That's about better. it earlier. Yeah. For you, for you guys who haven't seen it so far. Two different airplane pilots saw guys <laughs> in LA supposedly on a jetpack. Yeah. It's way up in the air. Dude. And authorities are investigating it now. I didn't read much into it, but NBC in was posting about it. I believe it's at LA. Two different this pilots. Is ridiculous. What is LA? I want to do that. That's like Steve O taking himself to the Hollywood side. That it's is like, like it's a zoo. that man, I can imagine he has like a team of like fifteen people, all rich, millionaires who are just like we want to make like, the next. We want to make the real jetpack, <laughs> right. and like they're not telling anybody about it because like there's safety precautions, blah 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 blah. All that it's like stuff. Iron Man's up in the sky. <laughs> Dude, that's their goal. <laughs> that's just that that fascinating. No, man. that that's I, definitely I the news story of the day. That's there's crazier like, than that's the like, game seven we just saw. That man is just <laughs> an Elon Musk who isn't famous. Really. Oh, like, that's what up. those people are. Out of the are. public like, eye. Yeah. Or just. Robots are finally taking over. Robots yeah. and aliens. Well, if that's the over. case, then this is the last time you'll be tuning into the Bad Takes Pod. If there's aliens, it's been great. <laughs> it's been great for you guys coming. But if the aliens aren't here yet, we'll see you again next time. If the aliens are still in Area 51 with Sam Cassell <laughs> and not out here, then we will see you next. Shout time. out Celtic legend Sam Cassell. Bad Takes. That's a good way to close. Thanks for listening. Bad Takes. <laughs>